Hello, everybody. Welcome to the JC and Bill Sportscast. I am Bill. I'm JC. And this week, month, year, whatever this episode is, uh, we're going to be talking about the effects of the World Series. We're also going to talk about uh, hockey and football and a lot of stuff going on in sports. Yeah, you betcha. There's been a ton of it, so and speaking, I say we dive right into the World Series. All right, we're going to dive into it. Uh, despite it having, like, the worst ratings in five years, and I really don't know why, because these young kids don't know how to appreciate the game of baseball, um, it was a fun series. Yeah, it was. I enjoyed it all. I'm glad I was part of watching most of it, anyways, when I had a chance to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. You know, pitching with great hitting, back and forth. No, no, uh, you know, no uh, home team won. Right, which has never happened before. That's. Yeah. So I mean, there you go. There you go. You throw it home field advantage right out, right out. So. Yeah. But Washington was built to be. American League team, right? They had a who's a Kendricks there, right? Yeah, Howie Kendricks. She's slamming the D H and done. I'll tell you, because and and I did watch a bit of every game. I didn't watch all the games in their entirety, but I did watch all of them. The sixth game and the seventh game were. Just the best games, I think, of the entire series, just for the dramatics that were involved. And just the way it ended was perfect, because that was the Nationals all year long, coming from behind, you know, winning games, and to take this last one that won them the championship. It was just fitting. Yeah. Hello? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, sorry. That's no, okay. Um, And then okay. they had the parade last week, which I did not attend, but I did watch on TV. Um, those guys had fun. They're going to still have some fun, I think, until we get to spring training next year. Yeah, and I think Ovechkin might have some fun with it as well. Yeah. I'm going to say something, and I don't know how people are going to react to this, but to me, the Nationals winning the World Series means more than the Capitals winning the Stanley Cup. And I'll say why. Because for so long, we did not have baseball in Washington, D.C. We did not have baseball. We didn't have a professional baseball team. I My whole childhood, you know, it was the Baltimore Orioles. Then we get the team, and we start, you know, you know, we, we get off to a rocky start, but that was expected. And then the last about eight years or so have been really good. Five playoff appearances, four division titles, a wild card, 
and the ultimate ending is them winning the World Series in a way that I don't think could have been, could have even been possible. Yeah. Yeah, they found, you know, I mean, this was not one of the strongest teams they had, right? That for pitching wise, yes, but you know, overall, they fought just to barely get in. Mm-hmm. I mean, and and of course, I'm gonna beat the dead horse on this statement. May 24th, they were 19 and 31, and then they just went on this run, and they never looked back, and they're world champions. Yep. And Great probably the biggest, one of the biggest sporting thrills of my life. Yeah, I agree. It's, uh, you know, when the Jays won it back in 1993, it was pretty, pretty, pretty surreal, right? Mm, I would imagine. You know, growing up and, I mean, that was even the younger days when they didn't have, you know, your stars went longer and they were great. You didn't have all the controversy of as much as you do now with calls and mm-hmm. everything being over scrutinized and, yeah. And your analysts and your stats are just like, you know, like, hey, here's the game. You guys go at her. Yeah, pretty much. And I think that's why the Dodgers last year, Dodgers overanalyzed. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to say, hey, you know, this guy does good against this guy, but, you know, he hasn't been, pl- hasn't been playing well, but I still think he'll do well, and then he gets lit up. Mm-hmm. But you still think that gut feeling, like, hey, you know what? That guy doesn't look right right now. Yeah. Right, mm-hmm. whether it's mechanics, whether we throw and hold in the weather, you know, the the style of the ball, right? I mean, there's complaints that the ball is a little different. A couple of years ago, right, yeah. the ball, I, I don't know what, uh, I think Darvish was saying the ball was a little different. He couldn't get his pitches over with the with the snap that he needed. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. No. But hey, numbers, I guess, runs the game right now. And, Hopefully we'll see a change. I mean, right yeah. now, you know, with uh, sabermetrics, you know, and analyzing and overanalyzing, that's a thing. But I think at the end of the day, you know, if you're going to be a good team and if you're going to be a good manager, which Davey Martinez has proven to be, you just got to go with your gut instinct. Yep. And, and I just want to say on record, how he did not get nominated for manager of the year is total highway robbery. Yeah, I was surprised. They might they might have looked at the records and you're you're the worst. You came in, you got into the wild card. You know, it's I don't know the way they you got too many old guys still voting for awards. Mm-hmm. Right, still have you know you got these newsbeat guys and it's just yeah right they have their favorites and they seem to play it. I think there needs to be a change for that too. I think the change. The way wars are done. I think the change will come in the near future. So, but yeah, I think so too. But now I know down here, the big question is: Do they keep Strasburg? Do they keep Rendon? Or are they able to get both? That's the big question I think right now. Yeah. Yeah, I you gotta keep. Yeah, I don't know. 
be tough. They're going to get some. They're going to get some money, right? Yeah, I think if they're capable, they can get both. I just don't know how though. Yeah, and didn't Strasburg? Did he have to opt out like two hours before the parade? Yeah, he did. So, you know, but hey, whatever. He deserved it, right? I mean, he pitched well. I mean, he's going to get paid for what he did in the postseason. Yeah. That's just facts of baseball, right? You get paid for what you've done in the postseason. Mm-hmm. In all sports. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah, this guy's a big-time player. He didn't get his money. And Strasburg was a big-time player. Right? Yeah, I mean... Kind of makes you wonder what happened if he was shut down a few years ago. Oh, yeah. He right? might not. He might not even be on the show you know, right now. Nope. But you'd have one at least, so... Yeah. Yeah, it's, you know, baseball's a funny game. Right, and I think you're going to see more pitchers getting shut down early. Younger pitchers, more pitchers go for surgery, just for the fact that everyone thinks that throwing hard is the way to go, which I totally disagree. And I also think kids throwing too much junk when they're still developing is also a bad idea. Mm -hmm. Throw your fastball, throw your changeup. That's all you need, and then develop those later on when you're ready to go. Yeah. Because you're going to burn out. You're going to burn out your arm, and it's already taken. It's already – we already noticed it, right? So mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, it's good. You know, batters will catch up to it eventually. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, so at the end of the day, you know, the Nationals are the world yeah. champions. And yeah, congratulations and, to them. And yeah. It was a fun series. Yeah, it really was. Oh, my gosh. It was fantastic. Well, I mean, the best part was probably your your ratings are down is because Dodger fans weren't watching it. And Yankee fans. Yankee fans weren't, you know. Red Sox fans. Yeah. But that's the thing. That's the thing, though, with baseball that when it comes to the championship games, flip to me, football and basketball – have a problem with to a degree is you're not getting the same team year in and year out playing like in football. And this has been a trend the last few Super Bowls when the Patriots have been in the ratings are not as big as they used to be because the Patriots are always in it. And then if you look at the NBA for a while, it was always, LeBron James against whoever. So if the competitiveness is not there, then it's going to show in the ratings. Yep. But well, yeah, we're, I agree. We're not I mean, TV executives. Yeah, sure. No. Yeah. They got to figure something out. I mean, basketball's going down a bad road now with load management. Mm-hmm. Right. So you know. And how do you stop that? Yeah. Exactly. I guess the big networks say, oh, we're not paying as much because we don't know if your stars are playing. So when you just start to go down, mm-hmm. then people start to play more games. Yeah. Yeah. Um, while we're on the topic of baseball, this week the Baseball Hall of Fame announced the finalists for the Modern Baseball Era category. 
Um, and the, the the last few years, I've really gotten fascinated into following the Hall of Fame because I think the Baseball Hall of Fame is the best Hall of Fame out there, in my opinion. Um, so what this is, to give a, a brief description, is really the time frame is from the 70s until about 87. And these people have been on, or they were on the writer's ballot, never got in, and are now being reconsidered by this committee. And it's a committee of 16 people. And to get elected, you need 12 votes. You need 75% of the, of the votes from the 16-member uh, committee to get in. So... Mm-hmm. I have the group in front of me, um, and what I think we're going to do, JC, to make this fun, and, and I'll probably post this after the show, I'm going to post in our Facebook group a poll, and we're going to let our members elect from that group who they think should go in if they had a vote. Yeah, I like it. So we have on this list nine players and one executive. And I will mention who the executive is when we get to that person. So here are the finalists. Dwight Evans, Steve Garvey, Tommy John, Don Manningly, Marvin Miller, and that is the executive, Marvin Miller. He's the executive. Thurman Munson, mm-hmm. Dale Murphy, Dave Parker, Ted Simmons, and Lou Whitaker. Those are the finalists. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, a good crop. Very good crop. And you're probably looking maybe three, maybe four guys getting in at that. At least. At least three. Um, I don't, because last year I did a video doing the If I Had a, a Vote, which I'll do again this year on my YouTube page. I, you know, I had a first look at the, at, at the players and the statistics. There were, there were two or three that struck out at me saying, that guy's a Hall of Famer, but I got to look at it again to determine if I really think they are a Hall of Famer. So it's going to be very interesting. I would say. Yeah. I'll have to. I'd have to look at that group again here and take a look. Yeah, let me send you the link so you can take a look at it. Um, Now, the announcement of who makes it is going to be during the winter meetings on December 8th. So in literally a month, almost a month, is when they're going to make the announcement. Yeah. It's a good crop. It really is. Um, 
And then, of course, you know, if they don't get in the next time the modern baseball committee meets again is going to be in three years. So, because as I explained in my recent video, the next group is going to be two groups, the golden days and early baseball. So, yeah. So that'll be, this is going to be interesting to see what happens. Yeah, I'm just, I can see guys like, I can see Madley, Madley getting in. Hmm. Yeah, I'd have it's, to. It's tough. I'd say, I'd have to look, take a look back at the stats again and take a look at what they're, what they accomplished too, right? Yeah. I mean, they each have their own unique thing about them, right? So. If I can use my dad's argument, Tommy John should be in just because he has a surgery named after him. Well, and that's what I was thinking too, right? <laughs> I mean, he's got a point. No. No. Um. I remember Lou Whitaker playing for the Tigers, Manly with the Yankees. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember yeah, hearing stories about Thurman Munson, so I, you know. Yeah. I'll have to do some research and some digging up, and I think yeah. I'll have to, on our next one, I'm going to come up with. Your ballot? With my ballot. All right. Yeah. I'll, be, I'll be interested in that. I did, I, did do, I did do a brief read when you, there when you said something there earlier this week, and I was like, I'm busy with everything else, but I will sit down and take a look. Right. Because, I mean, hopefully they don't – I mean, who was the last year that Harold Baines got in? Harold Baines right. and Lee Smith. Yeah, and everybody was freaking out about Baines getting in because the way it was. So Honestly, I thought you know, Baines should have gone a lot of back in. Yeah, I thought so too, but there's a lot of backlash. Yeah. Right? So, you know, but like I said, it's good. I mean, these guys are definitely above – above average of their peers, right? So, mm -hmm. you know, now they get a chance again. Yeah. You know, so when are they going to put Pete Rose in the Hall of Fame? Oh, man. See, that's... Mm. I, right? I that have, might be a whole discussion. <laughs> that That's, you know, that's, a, that's such a, you know, touchy subject. But... Yeah, I think it would have to be on a case by case level, because if you, you know, quote unquote, reinstate him, then there's going to be people saying, why don't you do Shoeless Joe Jackson? Because that's those are like the two big ones right there. Yeah. So if I had to guess if they do do it. It's going to be after he passes away. Yeah, I think so, too. I don't think they'll give him the luxury of enjoying that moment, right? Right. Well, he's alive, which is unfortunate, right? I mean, yeah, it's, he tarnished the game, but, I mean, you've got a lot of guys who've tarnished the game, I guess, right? So, yeah, you know, it's something that you can't erase. You can maybe go forward and say, hey, you know what? This is what happens if you do this. Player, manager, executive, trainer. 
you know, you get caught doing this, this is what's going to happen, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, eventually we'll have, we'll forgive you. But, you the, know. but the thing with Joe Jackson is they're starting to become arguments that he was not, you know, involved in the Black Sox scandal. So, well, if, yeah, looking at, you look at his stats, it was phenomenal, right? He mm-hmm. was still playing out there. Yeah. So, unless he was playing well and was saying, eh, we'll throw it, but I'll make it look like I'm trying, you know. I mean, that's tough, right? And I know he loved the game from, what, from all the accounts that you read and all the books. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm looking at this list so, of people that have been banned or are banned. It's pretty big. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I'm not going to get into I don't think there's too many, is there? It's a good amount. Yeah. It's a very good amount. Um, now, I got to ask you, because we don't, norm, we don't ever talk about soccer on this show. You guys must be yep. having a fantastic time, especially where you are, because... This weekend is the MLS Cup. And you're in a win-win situation, JC. Because it's Seattle against Toronto. Yep. If Seattle Round wins, three. If, if Seattle wins, you win. If Toronto wins, you win. Boy, I'd love to be in your yep. position. <laughs> I can't lose unless they tie. Oh, oh, wait, it's a championship, so they can't tie. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I watch it when they get to the big games and, you know, like, you know, watching the Canadians play in the Olympics, you know, when Toronto's in, right? Or, Mm -hmm. you know, you get the Sounder games here, things like that. So it's, it draws the attention, you know, and when there's something big on, if it's regular season, yeah. Yeah. I'm not much into it. But as it comes down to it, you know, there's a rooting interest. Like, say, it's on both sides. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and like I said, it's going to be round three. And I'm actually, you know, it's kind of, I think it was a shocker that, both, that they're both facing each other in this round. So then Seattle did their upset. And the way I don't even think, yeah, Toronto, that surprised me that they even they got to where they got to. So... I take it you'll you'll be whoever wins you'll be buying the the championship of whoever wins. Mm, probably not. I, I got enough stuff in my garage. I still have to hang. But <laughs> I, I, I might get a little 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 poster or something. But yeah, I still got a bunch of stuff. Got a bunch of other banners. Yeah. Yeah, it's. But I don't, yeah, it's like I said, it's be interesting to watch. I know when when I was in Seattle, there that's all everybody talked about is right when Sounders are on, it all stops. Everybody watches the Sounders, right? Mm-hmm. It's almost taking it's almost taking precedence over the uh, over the Mariners, to yeah. say the least. Right? There's a lot of people in Seattle not happy with the way that's going. Mm-hmm. That's you know, true. watching and then watching Astros win, that probably, you know, put that over. Mm-hmm. So 
Absolutely. Um, yeah. Is the Canadian Football League season still going? Playoffs start tomorrow. Ah, oh, there we go. Look at that. Uh, who? Yeah, the one interest I got is. Yeah, I was gonna say who's the who's favorite. Got, uh, who's the favorite? Yeah, who who do you think is the favorite? Uh, going in, I would have to say it would be Hamilton. All right. They are. They clinched. Uh, by a few weeks ago, I believe, where the West, you have Calgary, Saskatchewan, Winnipeg. Edmonton's got a crossover. I believe they're playing Montreal. Okay. To quickly look that up. I'm more into the West stuff as it is. Yeah. Right now we got the Stamps and Blue Bombers playing tomorrow in Calgary. And the winner there goes to play the Rough Riders in Saskatchewan. Mm. And then from there, then they go back to Calgary playing the Great Cup. Right. As great as Calgary hosting the Great Cup. Where the weather could be anywhere from a balmy 10 degrees Celsius to a minus 35 degrees Celsius day. Sun to snow, rain to blizzards. Never know. And then the way the, and the, way the CFL also works is you have a uh, – if the fourth place team in the West is higher than the third place team in the East, then they cross over. Mm. So that means Edmonton, because they had a better record than than the third place team in the East, they cross over. So now they're playing out East. So theoretically, you could have two Western division teams play each other in the Grey Cup. Okay. And I think it would be very interesting. It's tough, right? It's tough. You're you're going on the road for two games across the country. Yeah. But it would be interesting to see uh, to see Edmonton playing against Calgary in Calgary because of the rivalry they have to begin with mm-hmm. with hockey. Battle of Alberta for the Grey Cup in Calgary. And Calgary won it last year in Edmonton. Mm. So, you know, I think it, I'll be, it'll be on one of the TVs tomorrow. In the garage. Right. You know. Now, there has been, I think, I'm trying to think, I think the West team has won the one round, but no West team has ever come out of that division. Hmm. Or that, that side of the brackets. Okay. Right? It's tough. Mm-hmm. And I believe no East, East division team has ever crossed over to play the West. Hmm. But the West has had quite a few teams go over to the east side. So. I guess it's stay tuned. Well, it makes it, you know, it makes it more competitive towards a team that has a better record. Mm -hmm. Who could be, I mean, they never had that, they never had that crossover. You know, you could have... A team that in the West that might not never make the playoffs, right? Yeah. Who could be fourth battling against three teams, right? Who are better, but because you know, obviously, you play, you play in your own division, right? Mm-hmm. Multiple times, where other teams on the other side, you know, you might have a team that's two and two and sixteen when you play, right? Mm-hmm. You know, things like that, right? So, 
I like the idea, and like I said, it's going to be interesting. All right. Can't wait to hear how yeah, it turns well, out. But, and, uh, yeah, it gets a little bit of national news down there, I think, just for the Great Cup. But yeah. I'll let you know. I guess tomorrow's going to be, it'll be fun. I'll have to see if what chance, if and the Seahawks are playing also. Oh, what? No, I was saying, oh, I, I'm going I want to see if I can, like, get that down here tomorrow. I might, because the Redskins are off this week, so I might watch Canadian football tomorrow. Yeah, well, ESPN's 7 or 8 or 10 or I don't know. <laughs> 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 no. ESPN 19. Yeah, they'll, they usually, usually you can find a game somewhere down there. So I know last year when I was in the Bahamas, I, I had it on my phone watching the Grey Cup, so. Yeah. Well, the rest of the family was out mingling around and eating, so. There you go. Yeah, but. All right. Um, let's get to hockey. And I have to ask, what is going on with Tampa Bay? Because they were, a lot of people had them favored to win the Stanley Cup this year. And right now they're towards the bottom of their division. Yep. Oh, uh, I maybe it's still the shock of them getting swept last year. Hmm. Right? They're, maybe they're a fragile bunch right now. Perhaps. And teams and maybe Columbus has found a blue, blueprint of how to beat them. That's very possible. You know, like teams are, I haven't watched, I think I've heard, saw half a tap game so far. And But yeah, I mean, I mean, they got beat handily pretty much in that series. Mm-hmm. And just rolling, like I said, I mean, like, like, you know, in the locker room, right? Anything can make or break a, a locker room. And that could be the case right now. Because they're too way too talented to be where they're at. Yeah. I mean, they're at 16 points right now. They're three behind Montreal. Yep. Or, but it or is early. That, yep. Like I said, come remember, or sorry, come uh, American Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. After that, when you can start to gauge where teams are going to be in the NHL. Well, right, you'll have one team drop out, mm-hmm. two or one or two teams come up, right? But overall, you kind of get a feeling of how things are going to start to roll. Well, I mean, we're about three weeks away from Thanksgiving here, so. Yep. So we'll have to see how it turns out. But I'm just surprised how low they are right now. It's not that their season's over, but. You would expect them to just be at or near the top right now. Yeah. And then. Yeah, I would too. Yeah. And then meanwhile, the Capitals have just been on fire as of late. You know, I'm. And they won 10 in a row or something? Five in a row. Good. Going five in a row. Oh yeah, Washington. Or sorry, the Islanders. They 
they're at 11, I think, up to 11 wins before they finally lost. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, they got a good head so, coach. Barry Trotz is a good, good coach. Yeah, I was kind of surprised when he was – when he didn't come back to Washington. Man. And he, you know, so but people's ideas change, I guess, after you win a cup. Yeah, that's how hockey is, I guess. No. Yep. You know, Ted Nolan years ago, coach of the year for Buffalo and was out of a job. You know, not too long after that. Very true. Wow. Very true. So. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. But I, I think you're right. Once we get into Thanksgiving, Pat or past Thanksgiving, that's when we'll probably find out the real teams, you know, and how much they go forward. So. Yeah, you'll find, you'll see, see, Thanksgiving's a pretty good weekend for both. Once you get past Thanksgiving weekend, you got your NFL kind of sorts itself out a bit, mm-hmm. and hockey starts to sort itself out. Yeah. Oh, right? Mm-hmm. So, attacking free agency in that area for baseball, right, she becomes a pretty important couple of weeks. Huh? It does. Now, I'm not saying, you know, I mean, St. Louis, they're last in the league. January and they ended up winning. So, like I say, it's it's a good gauge, right? Yep. So a team can come in out of court and a team drops out of, like, you know, they're on fire, get a few injuries, done. Now, now, you know, we're talking briefly with the NFL. I wonder how many people had placed a bet before the season began that the 49ers would be the last undefeated team. Oh, I know I didn't. Put <laughs> <laughs> it that way. Yeah. I didn't even have them in the. I think I have them third. So. But they get a true test this week with Seattle. Yep. And I don't even. And I know everyone's going. It's it's Russell Wilson versus that defense. And it's true to a point, but I think what's going to win is what can Seattle's defense do against. The Niners offense. Yeah, because Garoppolo, you know, he's had some real good games this year. And, you know, if he could continue, he might be a strong candidate for MVP of the league. Yeah. Because he possibly could be. Yeah, he very well could. Playing well. But I think he's, unfortunately, I think he's going to get overlooked because of where he is. And, but could be wrong, you know. Yeah, that defense, I think, what, they're second in the league right now with uh, the lowest points allowed. Yeah. On the Patriots. Mm-hmm. I think they're allowing 12 and a half or something like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, could be. <clears throat> and then their offenses are pretty close between Seattle. Seattle's defense allows, I think, 25 points per game. Right. And then the offenses are pretty close to each other. Um, so. Let's see. 
San Francisco's allowed 102 points this year. New England has allowed 98. It's that close. Yeah. But, I mean, has New England really played any exactly. far Exactly. You know, they played one. And they got beat. Yep. Pretty convincing. Yep. Yeah, I'm – because, like, with San Francisco, and it's, I'm I'm waiting until they can beat a good team. And if it ends up being Seattle, then that's going to be the good team they beat. So it's going to be it's going to be interesting come Monday night because I think if they can beat Seattle and I actually have the remainder of their schedule up. This is uh-oh. Are you still there? I think I lost him. <laughs> Hello JC. Are you there? Oh my goodness. I think I have lost him, ladies and gentlemen. Um, this is actually pretty funny. Um, so you know what we'll do? Um, you know what? I just might stay on for a minute and talk about the remaining schedule for the 49ers because they've got quite a road. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna pause. We'll be back in, a, in just a second. Okay, so I have unfrozen JC. Uh, he's no longer frozen. <laughs> nope, still here. It's, I know it's cold in Canada, but... Right. Um, so. But I, I wanted to read off the remaining schedule that the 49ers have. Yep. If, to the, you know, after the Monday night game. Because they have quite a pack. So after Monday yep. night, they host the Cardinals. That should be a win. They host the Packers. That could be where they get their first loss. Could be. They go to Baltimore. That could be a loss. Then they go to New Orleans. What the? Yeah. What the? What the heck is going on over there? Oh, just in my truck. Okay. So they go to New Orleans, and then their last three games are home against Atlanta. That's a win. Home against the Rams could be a win. And at Seattle. Yep. I think they're going to lose of the remaining games if they stay undefeated after Monday night. I think they're going to lose three. Two. Oh, you're gonna go two. Okay. Oh, for it. Yeah, I think they're gonna lose three as well. Okay. All right. So. Right. I can't. I can see one of the games to Seattle. Yeah. It's Monday night or the one in Seattle. Right. I can mm-hmm. see the Packers. And then they gotta stumble up somewhere in their schedule. I think they're gonna lose I the can, Saints. 
You know, I can see the Saints. I mean, you could even see the Rams coming back and doing something. Because, honestly, I think the Saints are just the complete package right now. They are by far the best team in football. Yep, they're rolling. So, I I don't know. I don't know if anyone's going to stop New Orleans at this point. They might lose a game or two towards the end. But I think when it's over, New Orleans is going to be the number one seed in the NFC. Yep. They're, they're doing well. And especially now that Breeze is back. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, let's briefly talk about college football because their first playoff rankings came out this week. And... It's nothing really to be upset about because there are going to be changes, obviously. Um, Ohio State is one, LSU's two, Alabama's three, Penn State's four, and the two teams that are on the out are Clemson and Georgia. Yep. Um, obviously, whoever wins or whoever loses LSU, Alabama is going to fall out of the top four, so that's going to put Clemson up there. Um, really, the first week is not that meaningful, if you think about it, unless a couple of teams fall, because whoever loses LSU, Alabama, is going to lose, you know, they're going to fall out of the top four. As we're recording, Penn State is losing right now, and they could be out of the top four by the end of the day. So it's a very interesting time. Of course, we've we've got a long way to go, but the first four, I'm like, okay, this is you know where it starts. Let's see where it ends in a few weeks. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's gonna. You know, what? I mean, unless this LSU Alabama game is a. It's an all-right offensive barrage, right? Yeah. I mean, you can see both teams maybe staying in the top four, especially where Penn State is. I mean, Ohio's just crushing Maryland. Oh, yeah, my poor Terps. <laughs> I gave up when it was 28 to nothing. <laughs> yeah, then when I looked at it, it was 42 to nothing. So it's now 49 call- to nothing. They were even calling timeouts when it was uh was like 34 seconds left in the first half to try to get the ball back. Oh, man. So we, they're not playing around. We get it. Ohio State, we get it. You're good. Just just stop, please. Yeah. Please. You're murdering my kids. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah. Enjoy well, so, all right. Um. Oh, you know what? We're gonna we're gonna end this show this week on a funny note. Yep. Because um, I'm gonna pause that ad. Last night there was, uh, you know, this week's the beginning of the college basketball season. Yep. And um, there was a game last night where Utah played Mississippi Valley State. 
Yeah. Utah beat Mississippi Valley State by 94 points. Yeah, I saw that. Which set the record for the biggest margin of victory versus a Division One team. Yeah, that is uh, that is a absolutely beatdown. And here's the thing, and I just saw I'm reading the article again. That's not even the NCAA record. I mean, it's the record. Oh. It's the record against a Division One team, but it's not even the record. Yeah. The record, the all-time record, and I really don't think this is ever going to be touched. You got to go back to the 1917-1918 basketball season when Georgia defeated Southeastern Christian. I don't even know if that's a school. I'm going to look it up uh, after I tell you what the what it was. They won by 120 points. Jeez. And for those who are curious, the final score was 122 to 2. Yeah. 122 to 2. They didn't have the shot clock back then either, did they? Oh, God, no. <laughs> so, I mean, if they had the shot clock, it could have been 180 to 2. Right. Um, let me... Yeah, Southeast... Let's see. Southeastern Christian University, I believe. Yeah, this is it. Okay, so Southeastern Christian University is not it? This is not the school? Maybe it's another one? Uh Let me I'm 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 checking to see, folks. Um I'm I'm a little I mean, I, I, I want to see if this is it. I might be wrong. Oh, you're welcome. Um, he was excited to ride in the front. Oh, jeez. I said, you can put the front, and then I said, unless you think your mommy would rather you sit in the back. God, I can't. Not here. I can't find it. So, the, I guess the school exists, but we just don't know. Uh, the one that I found is in Florida, but I don't think that's it. That's they relocated after they got such a beatdown. <laughs> they could. Right, they said, oh, we're out of here. <laughs> All right, we're down 100 points. We got them right where we want them. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, that's, like I say, it's, you know, any which way you look at it, any loss is demoralizing, but, man, getting shellacked like that. Yeah. Where you know it's like you, you can't even do anything about it. Yeah. You know, really. eventually you. Be interesting, right? So, exactly. Um, 
Oh, here we go. I, I think I, or at least I found the article. Um, geez, I'm just trying to see where. I want to know where this doggone school is. Oh, man. Uh, okay, that's Georgia. Um, let's see. I know this is so thrilling, folks, that you're, uh, oh, well, this is from the Georgia website or a Georgia fan website. So it's not going to say anything about the other team. No. So that was, that was fun. Good luck. So if anyone knows... If anyone knows what happened to Southeastern Christian, please let us know. Yep. Or if we do find, we'll throw it on our Facebook page. Yeah. Yeah. See if they're alive or if they moved or what happened. (laughs) Yeah, they may have killed the school. (laughs) Yeah. Or they just took over it. Yeah. We own you guys now, so. Yep. Both in a figurative sense and literally. Yeah. All right. Yeah, back in the day, though, I mean, you look at hockey scores. Hockey scores were, like, huge, too, right? So, yeah. Well, I think... Like, when you, you know, Canada would go across the ocean play, and they would just hammer teams, and... Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, last night, that's a, that's a rarity. Because I, I do know about the biggest blowout in college football, which is Georgia Tech and Cumberland. Um, I believe, I, I want to say the school might still exist, Cumberland? Um, is it? Yeah, it still exists. Okay. Yeah, Cumberland College still exists. It's in Tennessee, so. Yeah. All right. So. But yeah, if anyone knows... Where Southeastern Christian is, please yep. tell us. <laughs> no, we'll throw them on a milk carton. We'll find them. <laughs> or we'll find their history anyway, so. Yep. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for us this uh, this episode around. Uh, next time, we'll probably continue talking about um, the free agency. Maybe we'll talk about the Hall of Fame for baseball. Uh, we'll keep our eye on uh, the Grey Cup. For the Canadian Football League, we'll we'll talk about some NFL as well, plus some NHL uh, as well. And as JC mentioned, we do have a Facebook group. Uh, just type in the JC and Bill Sportscast, and you're right there. Um, otherwise, I'll post a link in the description of this episode, and you guys can join us right there. So thank you for tuning in, and come back next time for another episode of the JC and Bill Sportscast. Yeah, thank you guys for listening. And just a uh, quick reminder on Remembrance Day, just take your moment of silence. And uh, on that, you guys have a great sports weekend. Have fun. Bye.